stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Okay, you were just mentioning Jordan Love, and of course you were talking about his preseason performance, and I know his quarterback rating was like 66, and I know he threw, uh, according to the box score, three interceptions. But I was not as negative about his performance as you seemingly are. And, and this is what I don't understand, Gabe. How do you take the stance of the preseason sucks, you can't glean anything from it, and then sit here and go, but Jordan Love stinks? The only thing you can glean from it is negative things. Like, if you see somebody do something positive, you don't know how that's going to hold up against actual players that you're going to play against the people in the regular season. So when Jordan Love goes out there and doesn't look... Like, he's still ready. He just doesn't look like he's ready to be an NFL starting quarterback. That's really bad. See, I feel like you're cherry-picking moments here because I feel like the thing about Jordan Love is more of the inconsistency because you do see flashes every once in a while of the talent and ability that makes you go, oh, that oh that, that looked good. It's just not as often as you would like. No. And I, for that, I sit there and chalk up COVID year, playing behind Rodgers, the changes to the NFL and the way that the backup quarterbacks essentially get no run except for the preseason, which, as you say, sucks. Yeah. So, like, again— So how do these other quarterbacks do it, Jen? How do these other quarterbacks do it and rise from the ranks of being a backup and then become a starter? How do these other players do it? How come other players look good in the preseason? And Jordan Love has given me zero moments, had a couple of good throws. Like, for the first time, I went, oh— there's a couple of good throws. He actually looked confident, looked decisive. Instead of just kind of going, I hope I complete this, he did have some zip on a couple of passes. But he still looks like he is, he, I don't know if it's a decision-making thing. I mean, he confidently stepped up in the pocket before he threw that third pick. Just, oh, I'm going to slide up in the pocket and then throw it right to the other team but, to a guy who was just never open to begin with. Honestly, yes. And so my question to you is that is about decision-making and being able to, at the very last second, pivot and go a different direction, right? Because he's already gone through his progressions at that point. As you said, he I stepped up. I don't know if and, he did. But, but here's the thing. I don't know that... That there was there was correct route running on that interception, right? You see the cluster of players over there by the hash marks, and you're going, I don't know what routes everybody's supposed to end up in the same spot. That's not supposed to happen. Somebody clearly was off, and Matt LaFleur did come to Jordan Love's defense saying that essentially somebody ran the wrong route. Look, you saw the first two interceptions, and you saw it basically hit the players in the hands. How are you going to put that on Jordan Love? No, I'm not. So the first one, especially not putting out of Jordan Love. Second one, he could have better ball placement, but I mean, the other, the, the other guy who's been the darling of Camp Romeo Dobbs, like, he was inconsistent as well. Had some nice plays. And yeah, the, the first touchdown that Jordan Love threw, last year the Chiefs were just begging, begging Jordan Love to beat them and throw a ball over the top, and he actually did and completed a pass in this game. Uh, uh, you know, and again, preseason game against the 49ers backup. So again, that is a step forward. That being said, if Aaron Rodgers misses four games, Packers are going 0-4. No. Packers are going 0-4. No, it, it will wholly depend on what portion of the season it is, first and foremost. Second of all, how much credit do you give to Jordan Love for playing behind what is basically a makeshift offensive line? Well, because he's also, But it's not like the starters for the 49ers are out there just going through. There's also backups out there for San Francisco. So it's backups versus backups. The line looked okay. I can't glean a lot of information from the way that Jake Hansen or Josh Myers played because they're not going up against that formidable front that we saw in the playoffs a year ago so I'm not going to take a lot of positives or negatives from that because yeah they held up their own fine there was only one sack that was allowed for the Packers in the game that's pretty good but again it's all against backups love just 
you're telling me right now, Jen, if you're the Green Bay Packers, you're picking up that fifth year option on Jordan Love? No, but I think there's still time to make that decision. There's that's the two thing. games. But that's it. And that's not Jordan Love's fault. Like, that's what's crazy to me, Gabe, is like this guy has been a product of the system. He's a product of like what the NFL puts out there. It is wonderful, to be honest, for his development that Aaron Rodgers doesn't demand more snaps like some of the starting quarterbacks do around the league. They want to play as many snaps as possible in the preseason because that's a part of their build up process. It's wonderful that Jordan Love has the advantage of playing in this but I still sit there and go everything has a caveat on it because so much of success in this league at that position is just real live full speed reps and the guy just hasn't had them Right, you can't look at one game here or there. And again, I'm not. It's, I'm, I'm looking at the entire no, 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 body. No, no, no. Work, I'm not saying Jen. you're looking at. It. I'm saying you cannot look at it and say that counts as reps. It would be like you and I be having to step in and do a radio show. But the last time we did a radio show was last year October. You know what I mean? And you'd be like, yeah, there's going to be some rust, even if you and I have been doing simulated radio shows in the studio down the hall. But that's but that's what the ask is, Jen. That's what the ask is. If you can't do that, then you can't play in this league. Because that was, I mean, this this was the route for Jordan Love. Oh, this is going to be great. He can sit behind Aaron Rodgers. He can learn. He can do all these things. All right, then show me. You now, it's a limited opportunity, and he got hurt last year, so he didn't get all the reps in the preseason games last year because he was hurt and didn't get to play in one and a half of them. But he's got two more games. You got two more games to step up and show, yeah, I can be that next guy. I can be that heir apparent. Because if he doesn't really show improvement over the next two games for the Packers... I don't know how you can pick up that that fifth-year option. It's just crazy to me that you've been able to take this position because last week when we were talking about the preseason and we were laughing about how much it sucks and how it's hard, we I actually called it a win-win because if he does well, great, he looks good. And if he doesn't do well, you chalk it up as it doesn't matter anyway. No, and this that's, time it but seems that's like- the problem. That's the problem, Jen. That's the problem with preseason games. You can't take anything positive from it. But if you suck during the preseason, you ain't going to play well during the regular season. That's a whole new level. That's a whole new speed when you get into a regular season game. If you can't process and make the decisions you need to make in that pocket against backups, against um, a team that's probably not going as hard as they will be during the regular season, you ain't going to be able to do it during the regular season. So that's my that, that's my problem with the with the preseason. My problem with the preseason it's, is it sucks because you can't take any positives. Because any positives that come from, yes, it's good. It, it's better to look good than it is to look bad. But I don't know how that's going to prepare you for success during the regular season when starters and guys who are going to be difference makers for team are actually on the field. So I think we just have to reset our default setting. Because right now your default setting is that he didn't look good and, oh my gosh, time's ticking, clock is ticking, they got to make a decision on this guy. But if you look at special teams, are you making any conclusions about what special teams did out there? No, because you say from a personnel standpoint, this probably isn't the personnel they're going to trot out there later on. Shouldn't Jordan Love also be given the benefit of the doubt there in that he's not working with the personnel that this team would theoretically theoretically be trotting out there if in fact he did have to step in under center week one of the season if you can't look good with backups you're not going to look good with starters it's just how do you figure i mean again we always say this game you don't exist in a vacuum in this game you are as good as the people around you in the situation and i also think like this has been wonderful for the green bay packers to have hall of fame quarterback hall of fame quarterback for the last whatever number 40 years but at the end of the day it's a measuring stick that no one is going to be able to measure up to no but i just want you to look like a competent starter i feel like the bar is so low for this guy and he hasn't cleared anything like all right, I'll give you the pass. 2020, there was no preseason. There was none of that. And, you know, COVID year, whatever. Okay, I'll give you the pass. 
all right, so next year it's like he's a rookie and, and everybody's making excuses. No, I'm done. I don't want to keep making excuses for this guy. You got to step up and you got to play. These are your regular season games. This is your Super Bowl. So you didn't like the touchdown to Romeo Dobbs? You didn't like the touchdown to Danny Davis? Those are just, they don't count at all? D- Danny Davis made a nice play on the football. The touchdown to Romeo Dobbs, he beat his guy. And yeah, I mean, it, it's a pretty simple throw that he made. It's not like a wow throw. I was actually one of the throws that was an interception I thought was a little bit better, tried to fit it into a tight window. And Smitty, uh, Tausch's guy, Tyler Davis, didn't hold on, bounces off his hands, ends up being an interception in the red zone. Like, that was a more impressive throw to me. Like, yeah, okay, good for you. You can make the basic throws required of you. I need more. I need more. Like, again, for the first time, for the first time in I can, that I can remember watching Jordan Love, there were a couple of throws that I went, oh, okay. But it's still just not there. It's just not there. Anybody can make a couple of throws who's played quarterback at the, at the high Division One college level the way Jordan Love has. I mean, Danny Etling had a couple of throws in the second half. But that doesn't mean that you're ready to be a starter. That doesn't mean that the Packers should be picking up a $20 million guaranteed option on you.